All right. I want to welcome on my next guest. We've got NFL Network host and host of Red Zone on DirecTV, Andrew Siciliano. Andrew, how's everything going? Season's hey, starting up, it's starting up soon. Just do, yeah. Doing it's, uh, it's here. Hard to believe it's here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, kind of wandering, um, wandering through the desert for five months, figuratively speaking. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, um, it's been... It's been hard for a lot of people, obviously, where football is just football, but uh, it's good to have it back. And, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I never thought, I don't, I, I don't know if a couple of months ago I thought we were going to get here, but fingers crossed we're almost there. <laughs> can, can you believe it's been four months since the draft? I can, actually, yeah. Um, I, I think the, the, the more difficult one to accept is, you know, it's been six months since the combine i mean the combine feels like a hundred years ago because the combine was really the last event on our nfl calendar um before the world kind of went down the drain um i guess you could say free agency but free agency which opened on wednesday the 18th and then if you go back to sunday the 15th when the the tampering or whatever people want to call it window opened that that was right when i think uh, we knew that things were drastically changing and the world was going to be a different place. We got through free agency, and then that's really when the door shut, at least in my world. Our NFL network building shut down on the 20th, on that Friday the 20th, and we only got back in it like two, three weeks ago. How was it Was it uh, kind of like a difficult uh, adjustment for you to kind of adjust to working from home, or how long did that take until it felt normal? You know, it... It's a great question. I would say, and, I, and I'm going to say all the right things here because I mean them. Um, our crew, from top to bottom at the network, worked their tails off to to get us on the air and and to pull off five months of programming. And that goes not only for the draft, which is you know the event that everyone obviously saw, and that that's what they go, oh yeah, the draft happened, right? But just on a daily basis, starting really on. So Wednesday, Monday, the 23rd of March, just getting us on the air in any capacity when nobody was in the building, zero people were in the building. So uh, I was very fortunate. I, I had a camera at my house um, and Colleen Wolf and Rhett Lewis and some others did. And uh, we worked from home. And, you know, it's one thing for, for me to throw on gym shorts and a sport coat and and sit in in an extra bedroom here and and stare into a camera that's easy uh but it's everyone producing at home sitting in their kitchens with their kids trying to go to school and and trying to buy groceries online and sitting there on their laptop trying to produce live television um and the amount of people that that just went above and beyond the call of duty um day in day out not just monday through friday but 7 days a week for some people 15 18 hours a day to keep us on the air is 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 mind boggling um and it's a testament to everyone's professionalism and i i don't know how we did it did you did you did, what was your interpretation how do you think the draft went did you think did you think it went draft much better great. than expected or, or? uh dra draft was phenomenal yeah. for for not only nfl network but but for espn as well they did so much of the heavy lifting because we still were not allowed back in our building um it it, it went great and i think there was a, a level of intimacy to it that um, really trickled down and, and from each building and uh, i think the fans loved it i think 
I think the players loved it. It, it made them not only quote unquote feel at home because they were at home, but I think there was a, we were still very much in a, we're all in this together kind of collective state as a world. And I think that really came across in the broadcast. And I think it also changed a lot of things in NFL buildings where you, you heard from John Lynch, from, from Bob Quinn, from uh, coaches as well after the draft. Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe we don't have to sleep on our couches for three straight months from the end of the Super Bowl to the draft. Maybe maybe we should allow people to work from home and see their families. And, you know, uh, there's a lot more to life than work. And, and I, I think that that's going to trickle to, I mean, who knows a year from now, whether or not they're still going to have that perspective. But I, I certainly think that you're going to see more and more players participate from home with their families because those moments were great. Absolutely. What was the, what was, which player that you've interviewed has had the best Zoom setup? Oh, well, uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald, hands down. Really? Because his, yeah, because he has, uh, his Zoom background is a picture of him shirtless flexing. <laughs> you, I mean, you've seen that on Instagram, I'm sure, or on Twitter. I mean, Aaron, Aaron is a force of nature and, you know, he likes to flex all the time and his, his whole Instagram, the background is just him flexing. And then speaking of Aaron Donald, I saw you were at SoFi the other day. What was that like? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I can't wait for the rest of the world to actually experience the building. Uh, they didn't spend $5 billion for nothing. Uh, they plan to make it the best facility in the NFL, if not the best facility in North America for sports, period. Um, I would say they did that. It's a shame you can't have fans in it for now, hopefully later in the season. But when the world sees it on Sunday night for the Cowboys game week one, uh, their jaw is going to drop. It is that cool. Has it hit you yet that the NFL was a report, we're recording this on Monday? What are we, 12, mm-hmm. 12, 12, 13 days away from football? Is it, 13 is it, days away. 10, day, 10 days away from the opener. Is it, has it hit you yet? Or, or when do you think it's going to hit you like we've got football? It's coming soon. You know, I was just out in the driveway uh, talking to some neighbors, and we were just having this conversation. Uh, call me call me when there's kickoff on thursday and then and then that by the way this isn't skepticism um it's just i i think zach all of us and i'm not trying to be debbie downer here i think we've all realized the last five months that whatever we know today is going to change tomorrow in everything in every aspect of life so let's get to thursday and then let's get to the 13th and our first Sunday. And then let's, let's start stacking weeks. Um, I, I think, you know, even J.C. Treader, the head of the union today, um, when he, he sent out a tweet basically saying, uh, hey, let's stay vigilant. And Kyle Shanahan said it today as well because Fred Warner, the linebacker, went on the COVID list. And he said, friendly reminder, we need to stay vigilant here. This is not over. Um, J.C. Treader admitted he didn't think at one point a couple of months ago that we would have a season. Well, here we are, but let's stop, let's, let's stop patting ourselves on the back. Let's get through week one and then stay safe, stay smart, and then keep going. Yeah. And then so the, in my opinion, I think the biggest storyline heading into week one is, I don't know if you heard this, I, I don't know why I saw it, but Dwayne Haskins went 8 of 14 in non-contact drills the other day in practice. How how terrified is the rest of the NFC? 
I, I like Dwayne a lot. I actually, I mean, you're there, you see it firsthand. He's lost weight. Um, no one's got a bad word to say about him to his credit. And by the way, no, no one did have a bad word to say about him before. Um, all this nonsense. Well, he's not picking up the playbook. I mean, shut up. He's a rookie. I mean, stop it. Um, that team was awful. Uh, they tore it down. They're building it back up. And, and part of that is, is, is building back up Dwayne Haskins. Um, he clearly is the future. How bright that future is, is on him and, and Ron Rivera and Scott Turner. That, that remains to be seen. But um, I'm optimistic. I, I Look, I, I would start him week number one. That's just me. By the time this gets posted, we're probably going to have a starting quarterback named by Ron Rivera, unless you're going to be Matt Nagy and, and drag your feet. Um, but it is, look, let's just say this. It's good that we're to the point where we can, uh, we can chart what quarterbacks do in scrimmages because, again, that's another thing that maybe six weeks ago we didn't think we'd be doing. No, no yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Nagy just names Rex Grossman the starter and just throws everybody <laughs> off. So that'd be fantastic. Hey, Rex started in the Super Bowl. I know. It's incredible. I, I, can't, mm. I, wish, I wish they were still selling his – I hope they sell Washington football team throwbacks and get a number eight Grossman. But that, that would be the right. I, I honestly forgot that he was a Redskin. Me too. I <laughs> mean, he, he, he was. I can use the word because that's who that's what he was. I mean, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. No, yeah. I honestly forgot. Hey, having grown up there, I mean, with the name change, which was the right move. Oh, of course. Get that out of the way. Uh, I mean, old habits die hard. It's yeah. the, the first song I learned in music class in first grade in Fairfax County Public Schools was Hail to Those Guys. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I've only slipped up once on the air at the network in the last week, um, which is good because, hell, we, we still have people that say San Diego Chargers on the air five years I, later. I still think they're in San Diego until, until I see that stadium full. I'll, I'll think otherwise, then I'll see this. Was it like a StubHub Center or something like that? Where, where were they? No, they're, I mean, now, now, well, now they're in SoFi. Yeah. yeah, now they're in SoFi, but they, yeah. before they were, they, were at, uh, they were at the StubHub. Yep. Yeah. Actually, no, it was last year it was Dignity, Dignity Health Field or something like that. Whatever, yeah. Sounds like a spa resort. Um, it, uh, that's it. And speaking of the charges, uh, uh, Derwin James heard up. Yeah, brutal, brutal. Uh, best, best safety in football. Yeah, and, really? And, that's, a, uh, that's a bold uh, claim. I, I think he is. Um, and he's a chess piece. I mean, you, you can move him all over. Yeah, uh, he can do things Jamal Adams can't do. Um, I, Tyron Matthew makes a pretty damn good claim too. But Derwin James um, has had trouble staying healthy. Unfortunately, had a Great, great dude, too, and just a, a pillar for that team. It is, it is, I mean, they have been snake bit with injuries seemingly forever. This one is just brutal. Yeah. And then, so speaking of this year's rookie class, who are you, like, who are you most excited to see suit up next Sunday? Who am I most excited to see? I, honestly, Chase Young. Really? Uh, Joe Burrow would be Joe Burrow, Chase Young. I know I'm going right to the top of the draft is kind of cheating. Um, as, as much as I would like to see Jeff Okuda, I, I don't know if it's as must see TV as Chase Young and Joe Burrow. I, I would love if Brian Flores rolled two out there. I doubt he is going to do that week one on the road against Bill Belichick and Foxborough. I think that would be stupid. Let's put it that way. He's not going to do that. 
But, uh, look, rookie quarterbacks are always fun, but I saw Chase Young's hit on Adrian Peterson practice. I want to see more of that. Yeah, no, he looks phenomenal, especially with the Eagles' offensive line looking decimated week in and week out. Right, I mean, they've lost, they, they've lost two starters and two damn good ones at that. Yeah, so hopefully Jason Peters can get a little pay raise because I know he's clamoring for it because, honestly, he's playing left decking uh, Carson Wentz. Hey, I mean, look, Jason Jason Peters a month ago was working out on his own. He's a future Hall of Famer. I wish undrafted. Him well. Undrafted tight end. Undrafted on the all-decade team. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I, I was wondering – I wanted Washington to grab him because I don't know who they were going to take. And they took the kid from LSU in the fourth round, hoping he can stay healthy. Right. Um, and then um, – so, opening game, we've got Saints. We've got the Bucks. Brady's mm-hmm. obviously probably the biggest story in the NFL this offseason, aside from everything going else in the world. How do you see their season playing out? Because I, th- I think people are all over the place. The Bucks? Yeah. All right, look, they're, they're, they're going to be good, and they're, they're a playoff-caliber team. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. A, a lot depends on, um, A, if the quarterback stays healthy. I think that's a huge part of it as well. Um, I do think they're going to click. I think they'll be fine. I, I, I think the offense – like any offense here that is trying to throw things together in a pandemic on the fly, will get better as the season progresses. I think they're one of the teams that won't look their best necessarily week one, but who might tell Tom Brady that he can't go into New Orleans and win week one over Drew Brees? He can, and he quite possibly will. But the Saints are also a team lower on them that has the continuity, coach, quarterback, offensive weapons, where those are the teams, those are the – those are the, I don't want to say they're sure bets or safer picks, whatever you want to call them. Those are the teams that, <coughs> excuse me, have the distinct advantage coming through this. Um, you know, I, I do think it's fair to ask, uh, is Tom Brady's arm uh, going to be the same in December as it is in September? Uh, can he withstand the rigors of another season at his sorry to say, advanced age. Eventually, he will look like a human being playing football, somebody of his age. Last year, he did for a lot of it. You can blame the offensive weapons all you want. Yes, there were major issues there. Yes, he has far better weapons in Tampa. Um, and he seems to be in a, better, in, a, in a better place mentally. But, you know, are they a Super Bowl team? Who is a Super Bowl team at this point? The Chiefs. I think yep. that's about it. I'd love to see Jameis sub in and just to throw like a game-winning pick or game-losing pick six to just be like that. That's <laughs> how you know football's back. I mean, if if Jameis somehow gets in that game for whatever <laughs> reason. will go nuts. For whatever Twitter reason. <laughs> I mean, God forbid Drew gets hurt and Jameis okay. gets in. That's bonkers. Yeah. Or, or the other way he possibly gets in, save for Sean – just throwing him out there in some kind of trick play situation just to be shot, which would be the most patent thing of all time. Yeah. But is if the Saints are winning so big, right, and beating Brady so badly that they put in Jameis Winston. Like, can you imagine that? I can't. He, I, he's the second most exciting quarterback to watch in the National Football League behind Lamar Jackson because you don't know what's going to happen. I don't think he does either. So, no, no he but, he, but he got LASIK. When, when he got LASIK, I, I was shocked they let him go because, like, you saw what he could do. Now he's 20-20 vision. So, I don't know. It's, nobody's talking about Jameis, but that, I, that, I, that's interesting. I, I think they upgrade. Yeah, a little bit. That's a little bit. Yeah, a little six, bit. six Super Bowl rings over 20-20 vision. I'll take that any day of the week. That's, yeah, that's wild. 
And then, so are you, how ready are you for just just kick off, kick off after kick off after kick off after kick off? Because Thursday, I feel like Thursday, it's 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 just gonna feel like there's one game. But once you start having okay, all the games are started off 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 the yeah off the right. It's just gonna feel real. So I mean, Thursday is always awesome. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it is. It is. There are 256 of these things scheduled. God willing, we get all of them in. And number one of 256, considering everything we've gone through the last five months. Uh, is going to be great. And I sit, I've thought, I'm actually thinking about it this morning, took a long bike ride and thought about it this morning. Um, yeah, like what, what that first Sunday is going to be like, because there have been plenty of times the last few months where you thought it was not going to happen. Uh, but at the same time, just, just from a, a broadcasting, a, a broadcaster perspective, and the same thing goes for Al and Chris on Thursday. Um, and I, I saw Al a couple of days ago and, and we're kind of having this kind con- well, maybe not this conversation, but you, but you know, 180,000 people have died. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here. Fact. You can't. Um, we're back with football, which we're all thrilled about. Um, football is a major mover in the economy as well. Now there are no fans in the stands and, and obviously that's a big chunk of that economic impact. That's not going to happen. Um, you need to strike the right tone. You need to strike the right tone as well with, with everything, you know, that, that the players have been fighting for when it comes to social justice initiatives as well. You need to consider the tone of the country. Um, and at the same time, understand that yes, football is awesome. We're happy to be back. Um, it, it's going to be different. You, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to say yet, but you, you want to make sure you get the tone right. Well, the, the capacity at FedEx Field is going to be the same as last year. There's going to be just less vendors. So Hey, now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. It was, it was wild. I went there last year. I was the only person wearing uh, burgundy and gold in my whole section. It was really interesting. No, but that's, that's, that's interesting. That's, it's, it's just so because I know a lot of people were clamoring, especially like especially during the draft. They were saying, "Hey, like we got more important things." Like I think the draft was so great, just kind of getting people's mind off of it. Except it was five, it was four and a half months ago. Yeah. Well, four months ago from right now, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so look, I mean, it, like I said, it changes every day. I mean, we go from uh, like let's take the NBA for example. All right, we're gonna go in a bubble. Okay, we're gonna go in Florida. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, then a couple of weeks later, wait a minute, Florida's a disaster when it comes to COVID. All right. Then, uh, tragically, George Floyd gets killed, and we have a couple of weeks of protests, and, the, and, and, and every, the, the, the nation's on fire. And then the players decide, many of them, or they ask a lot, well, maybe we shouldn't be playing basketball right now, which is a fair point to make. And then you have the players, the union, saying, yeah, you know what, we're not going to do this. Then that's in peril. Then, okay, we're going to do it, but wait. We got to go to Florida. Then the season begins. Then everything is going right, going well. And then um, Jacob Blake, then players saying, nope, we're not playing basketball tonight, nor are we playing basketball tomorrow. And now we're back. That's just the NBA. So the NFL changing from the draft, we've always said, well, the NFL has got the benefit of time. Yes, they do. Well, now it's here. Um, then you hope it goes well. Yeah, no, it's, 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 and I, I saw it. So of course, I think one of the biggest stories today was Leonard Fournette got cut, which is mm-hmm. the thing. 
I have a solution for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think they're going to take it. Um, so all these fans have these number 27 for not jerseys. Most people, I don't know, maybe LSU fans know, most people don't know, Leonard Fournette has a brother named Leonard Fournette who also played running back. Could they sign him so people could keep the jerseys? Look, they, they have, I, I, I mean, they don't have a first-round pick since like the 90s on their roster. Um, they, it, it's, if you look back at the AFC Championship game, in which they came one Stephon Gilmore fingertip and PBU in the fourth quarter away from winning in Foxborough. They're up 10 of the fourth quarter, obviously, and then they blew the lead. Um, there's no one left. There's three offensive linemen from the starting lineup. Three offensive linemen, D.D. Westbrook, James O'Shaughnessy. He's still Keelan there. Cole. He is. Keelan Cole, Miles Jack. And, uh, like, uh, ab- average, like one D lineman. That's it. That's it from the starting lineup that day. And Josh Lambeau, my fault. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know how they, they do it. It, it. Even even though he's not in the Jags anymore, every week when I see Mercedes Lewis play, I'm like, holy crap, Mercedes Lewis is playing. And it happens every it, week. It, it, it's funny you say that because I, I said that on the air a couple of days ago. Um, and this is the one thing that I, I have not been able to do because we're not traveling for training camp, trying to stay safe. Most of the shows are, are from home We have report or, or from – from LA, we have reporters where we can have them. But doing a training camp tour every year, I probably get to 12 or 15 teams. And every team you roll into, every town you roll into, you, you get the roster, you stand on the field for the first time. And there is inevitably in every town, what are these? Oh, wow, he's here. <laughs> and Mercedes Lewis, to his credit, is the guy that for the last five years, you go, wow, still going. Good for him. The yeah. other guy, who's now like 53 years old, is Matt Schaub. Where is he? He's still in Atlanta, and he's been backing up Matt Ryan for four years. Matt Schaub is still the number one backup for Matt Ryan. The average football fan has zero clue that Matt Schaub still gets an NFL paycheck. It's incredible. Those are the best when you're like, I can't believe it. It happens like three times a Sunday. You're like, wait, he's on, he's here? What? When? Why? Definitely. And I guarantee you, if Matt Schaub is forced into a game, people, and bless him for being able to play this long, he he still does not, I mean, he he very much, he does not have the football pod, let's put it that way. I'd, I'd be a backup if he if he's not interested in being the backup quarterback of the Falcons. Sign me up. I'm I'm good. I just hope they're not. Well, I mean, look, they 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 tried to go out there. They got they drafted uh, from UVA Kurt Bankert a couple of years ago, and then he was looking great in the preseason. He gets hurt, um, and and then bam, you know, Matt Schaub's still there. Well, they could have kept Sanu and then just kept him as the backup. I mean, they got a two. Uh, yeah, they got a, they, they they got a two for a guy who's pushing thirty and not that healthy. Yeah, so no. even if it's the sixty fourth pick, yeah. good for them or whatever it turned out being. So I got one one last question for you. What do you think is going to be the most the biggest storyline after week one that people are not talking about now, but we're not going to be able to stop talking? That's a great question. Um, here's hoping it's not COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But, you know, I, I do think, like, it, it, we are inevitably, we are inevitably going to have a situation this year where a coach tests positive on a Saturday, Saturday night. We've already had three coaches test positive, um, all of them back at work and healthy, and that's great. Um, a quarterback the night before the game. It, it's going to happen. It's not wishing ill on anyone. It's just going to happen. So um, I hope it isn't COVID. I, I hope our headline, you know, the Monday after week one is what a game between Tom Brady and, and Drew Brees. Or what a you shootout between Dak Prescott and, and Jared Goff. Um, or Joe Burrow put up great numbers week one. Um, and, and Justin Herbert got in the game. Too. I mean, something like that is the, those two teams play each other. Um, the, it inevitably will be, however, something like, um, what do the bears do now with a quarterback? They're set. Why did they extend him earlier? Allen Robinson, everybody's talking, everybody's hyping Allen Robinson up and it's, it's, it's yeah, every, everyone is. I, I don't, I, I like Allen Robinson. I'm not necessarily convinced that that Chicago offense is going to be such a well-oiled machine that he's your number one wide receiver behind Michael Thomas. I don't, I don't buy that. No, no, yeah, it's interesting. I, 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 I don't know. Honestly, if any of these if quarterbacks get sick and they can't play, Josh Johnson's always available, and he can go on Madden and figure out who's on the team. Just so well, can. I mean, Blake Bortles is available too. Yeah, he can play tight end, left guard. He can play, move him around. There, there are look that that's joking aside. Yeah, that is significant. Yeah, because you you can't just sign a guy off the street on Wednesday these days. And then have them play on Sunday. You have to go through a stringent COVID protocol to get in the building. Like you can't sign a guy off the street on Friday and have him play on Sunday. Not going to happen. So um, teams that are prepared, teams that uh, – that's why the practice squad's bigger, right? That's why you can put veterans on the practice squad this year as well. Um, you, know, you always say the healthiest team wins. Well – it has a far different meaning this yeah. year. Yeah. No. So do you, are you expecting to see some, like, 40-year-old journeyman quarterbacks on practice squads just in case? Like, Mark Brunel. It's, it's a great question. Right Right now, it's not going to – I mean, right now, no one's doing it. No. But I think you will see – like, there are plenty of teams that have only kept two quarterbacks no. the last couple of years, and then they've kept a third on the practice squad. Um, you, there, you probably will see some teams with the third quarterback – as something a little bit more than a quote unquote developmental guy. Yeah. Right. Than just a scout team arm. And then if you have a third quarterback there, uh, you want to make sure that your third quarterback, in case of legitimate emergency, can get you through the week. Yeah. No, because if, if, if for some strange reason Charlie Whitehurst makes the Pro Bowl this year, that would be very, very interesting. Hey, Charlie Whitehurst has a good life, man. He, <laughs> he sits around and every couple of years his phone rings and he gets off his boat. And uh, good for him. Yeah, Charlie Whitehurst has it figured out. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome. So I just wanted to thank you again for chatting, and for people that Zach, absolutely, and for people that aren't already following you on Twitter, where you said I saw you on Twitter, you said ninety four percent of your followers. Do you do you actually believe that? Because you think it's more or less? Well, actually, so so that was a uh, that was a subtweet, if you will. I won't say to whom. Uh, you know, there are people on Twitter that buy followers, Zach. Of course. Right? You know that? Yeah. So 
I won't say to whom. <laughs> uh, there is a a site where you can run like your Twitter followers through there, and it will tell you how many are bots. Interesting. That's terrible. So I bet that's been up for like two years, but last I did it, it came back at ninety four percent. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. But there are many celebrities, um, and there are many public figures as well. Okay. Some who live near you yeah. that have <laughs> millions of fake followers. Of course, yeah, the, 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 they're all real. They're all real. Um, now, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yes. and, and so um, and for so for on social, the same for Instagram and Twitter. Social, yeah, my, I'm easy at Andrew Siciliano at Twitter. I'm sorry, same for Instagram. Uh, I'm even on the TikTok now. Really? Don't know why? Mm, yep. Someone convinced me to get onto it during the pandemic. Hey, it's an off day in the pandemic. Let's do something constructive. So I got on TikTok. Don't know why. Oh, no, it's it's like I, my nieces and nephews think it's great I, yeah now i'm hoping tiktok when 2020 ends tiktok goes with it it's the dances like people st- you, you see people i just go it. on to i just go on to the taylor swift challenge really she's pretty yeah. she's probably doing phenomenal yeah no it's it's wild but this has been a lot of fun just wanted to thank you again absolutely dude.